Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's going on, everybody? This is the Talking Texas Podcast. My name is Daniel. It's your boy, Huffle. We do the podcast every Tuesday. Remember to follow us on all the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the Talking Tactics. If you're on Apple Podcasts, subscribe. It's free. Leave us a five-star review, and we will read it on the show. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow. If you're on Google Podcasts, Acast, Pocket Cast, whatever cast, you guys know what to do. Follow, subscribe, like, whatever it is. Where can the people find you? HuffleFootballHot.com. In Indeed, I'm at Daniel to look. Shout out to Carl for coming through last week. Carl has a book coming out, apparently. So be on the lookout for that. Follow him, Anchorman616. All the links are in the description. Who's going to win the Cristiano sweepstakes? Mendez is clearly setting up a game show where the PSG want him? Do Chelsea want him? Do Sporting want him? Do Atletico want him? Is he going to go to Saudi Arabia? Is he going to stay at Manchester United? Where do you think he should go? Uh, no, look, for me, I've, I've always said that um, I think... The best place for your basically depends what it was. If he's desperate for Champions League for football, take a pay cut and you go to either Sporting Lisbon or Napoli because you're not going to get the you're not going to get the, the pay that, that that you want there. Because basically PSG, Ban, all these guys say, yeah, no. So if you're going to twerk, you have to basically like you can twerk all you want for Ban and PSG. It's a, it's a different game, man. It's a tough one because you're like he's like, wait a minute, like I've scored all these goals and everything, blah blah. Why would anyone not really want me? But it's like. It's a different world, bro. It's a totally different world, man. And because it's a different world, guys are not just going to buy it because you scored lots of goals. There, there's, there's more to the game than just, oh, this is a high goal, goal score. It's all about systems, defeats into the, the, the system and so forth. Because in football right now, it's much more system-led than it's ever been. So managers are more so about, no, no, I don't, I don't care how many goals you've scored. Do you work for what I'm trying to do here? So... I I'm for me, I really believe that don't shut down the band thing. The band thing could still be possible. Did, don't shut that out. That that could still be be, be 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 something, you know. Completely off topic, but sort of tangential. Did you watch a different world? Yeah. Hundred percent, yeah. So who is your favorite character from a different world? Um wait, what's his name? Um Dwayne. Dwayne, okay. Yeah, <laughs> with, 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 with the Dwayne or the light-skinned dude with um, those shorts with glasses. Ron? 
Mustache. I, th- I think so. Yeah, with the with the mustache. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. No, those, 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 those two. Actually, wait. Was her, was her, was her name Whitney? The, the other light skin. Yeah, 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 Jasmine. yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. You're she not looking at no, it. Dwayne and the short guy with glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. No, because see, those are the days when um it was VHS. So what my sister used to do is VHS. Yeah, when it was on TV, she had to wait till it came on, and, and then she then record it onto VHS. So we could record. Basically, it was that's on Cosby Show. She waited. We recorded it on VHS. So basically, we are. I don't think we still have VHS tapes in Nigeria of yeah. Cosby Show and a different world. So. My dad used to do that with James Bond movies, and he would, whenever there was a sex scene the, on the VHS, he'd fast forward. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, when you said a different world, I was just it, it, it made me think of Dwayne and uh, his little flip glasses. It, it makes sense that you would like the dude with the with the shades, but in any event, your point about managers being key is crucial here. If players still determine systems to an extent over over managers, and I don't know if that was ever the case, but it's definitely not the case now. You might be able to make Cristiano work in your mind if you tailor a team around him, even though he's 37 or whatever and turning 38. He's still a goal. You know how they say like uh, Kevin Durant is a bucket. Ronaldo's a goal. So maybe you could make it work. But at what cost? No, but it was, it's, and, it, and I think that's the issue. The issue is that, yeah, you'll, it's like Man United. Yes, you'll score goals, but I'd rather a guy scores 12 goals, but those goals help us win a trophy rather than a guy scores like 25 goals and we end up sixth or seventh. So it's exactly. about do your goals bring value to the whole team rather than mm-hmm. just bring value to you? So. Correct. So what team at a top level is willing to sacrifice their game essentially for what Cristiano was able to offer. And if you think about the teams at an elite level, Bayern, maybe they'll do it just because they're, lo- they're, they're losing Lewandowski and where do we find somebody who can score 35 goals? But Lewandowski, as a footballer, works with Bayern. Cristiano would change the whole chemistry of the team because he's not the same level of footballer as Lewandowski. These are rumors that are swelling that I don't believe are true. The athletic thing. It's, it won't happen, but let's say Atletico could afford it. Atletico Madrid, that is the team that Cristina can go to. Simeone is old school. And because Simeone is old school, that kind of system works for what he's trying to do. Where, if you look at um, Galtier, you look at Nagelsmann, mm. you look at Tuchel, you look at Pep, it's all new school. Pressing from the front, guy can press, you have to play multiple roles. Guys are interchangeable. Every player is mobile, but nothing is, is fixed. But Simeone is more old school, where, okay, these guys, you have a specific proposition and so forth. So Cristiano and that's like a lesser team would actually work, but they, they, they can't do it for economic reasons. What were the two clubs you said made sense? So you said Sporting makes sense and Napoli. Sporting and Napoli are the only viable options mm-hmm. in terms of, okay, if you really want to go, those are the only other options because nowhere can, can go. The one that makes the most sense in terms of System-wise, is Atletico Madrid, if they can afford him, but they can't afford him. So, is Cristiano that brave or that disrespectful to where he would go to Atletico? Look at how he left Real Madrid. But has he, he went to Juventus. Yeah, but but has he been? No, no. But has he been to Madrid since then? And also the way they left, it was more sort of a thing of like, well, I wanted to be paid as much. Perez said no. So, I think it's. I, I don't buy the fact that, oh, he wanted to leave Real Madrid. No, I think it was a case of like him and Perez just had a disagreement. So I don't think he has much love for Real. Basically, he has more love. 
That's why the Chelsea thing was a no-no. I do feel like if he has more, a closer affinity to United than he does to Real Madrid. So, but he's so for, if he went to Atletico, and here's my thing, mm-hmm. if he went to Atletico Madrid, I don't think Real Madrid fans would care that much. Real view Barca as more fierce rivals than Atletico, whereas Atletico view Real as more of their fierce rivals. It's like how United view City. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's like, yeah, United view Liverpool more mm-hmm. as fierce rivals, whereas yeah. City view United more as a rival. Like for United and Liverpool, for United, it's Liverpool. Not really, it's not really Man City. I still think it's nasty, though. But I guess if you're going to go to a place, going to the place that you live, the city, meaning like Madrid, Spain, it kind of does make sense. Like, I know what that place is like. I lived there for a decade. Maybe he still has an apartment or a house or something there. But does it make sense footballing-wise? You think Simeone would suffer it? Does it work with Yao Felix? Does it work oh, with... Oh, yeah, of, of, of course it does. Like, the way Atletico play and Simeone's thing, it's old school. It's very it's very old school. So, Cristina can easily walk there. It, just make him a point and a strike or even just make him, like, a wide forward or something. And it can, basically, it's kind of work. The guys are very static. And the way that they play, it doesn't require Cristina to do much running that's much aggressive pressing and you can pretty much build a very robust tight unit team that's there to, just to serve cristiano and provide for him just to score mm-hmm. suarez works. left right i think so i'm not sure i think so let, let us let us google Luis suarez current free agent so yeah maybe it makes sense it just feels nasty though for some reason maybe it's because he ruined them so many times that him playing or in that shirt just doesn't seem right to me. So you'd you'd rather go to Atletico than Sporting? No, wait, wait, you said where would he rather go? No, I'm I'm just thinking like of of him. Mm. If it's us and you give me the choice between Sporting and Atletico Madrid, I go to Atletico Madrid. Yeah, but if you're Cristiano Ronaldo who played there, you're Portuguese. What if what if they end up third in the group? Then you're back in the Europa League. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that. No, 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 because I think that's what um, <laughs> that's what Zeman said um, on the hangar. Because Zeman was like, what if he Fair goes to, to Sporting Lisbon and someone comes third in the group? Because yeah. at least with Atletico, there's a pretty good chance you'll finish top two. It's even it's, it's tricky, but there's a good chance you'll finish top two, especially with you there. Sporting Lisbon don't have the kind of team that Atletico Madrid have. So. Mm. Fair point. Fair point. But that's why I said he should just stay until after the World Cup. And then in the winter window, when once the group stages have been sorted and you know who the 16 teams are, then figure out where to go. I feel like that's still the best plan for him. But he and Mendez, apparently, they want out immediately. They don't want to play in any Europa League group stage matches. Cristiano's boots are, are, are too glorious to ever touch Uzbekistan pitch or whatever. So it is what it is. Bayern have been linked primarily because of Lewandowski. So yesterday it was announced. Thank you. Thank you that you didn't announce it Monday night or Tuesday morning. But uh, Lewandowski to Barcelona is official. I saw it was 45 million euros with 40 with 5 million. So 50 million for a 33-year-old four-year contract. He turns 34 next month. So he's under contract until he's 38. Carl and I were trying to figure out where exactly Barca get their money from. The best solution we found was they're selling TV rights at a pretty steep price. I want to ask you two questions about Barca. The first one was about Lewandowski. Do you think that'll work? 
The second is about Frankie de Jong. So keep that in the back of your mind. But let's get Lewandowski out of the way. Does that make sense for that price, that length of contract? Oh, no, it does. It does. Again, like if this was like 15 years ago, then they'd be like, eh, world has changed. Better dieting, players look after themselves a lot better. And if you were to say, what have been Lewandowski's best years? You may say these last two years. What has been Benzema's best years? These last two years. So two guys deep in their 30s and they've had their best ever years in their career. And they said that when he turned up to Barnes training, he was in amazing physical shape. So despite the age of what you're getting, you're still getting a guy who is, as of right now, one of the best players in the world. You see Levinas is at least top five players in the world. And also the way that he, he plays and his skill sets suits very well with what Barca want to do. Because I just think he's an all-round better player than Obama Yang. So, no, 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 it works. And for me, it's interesting because I'm like, all right, what are you now going to do when you now get into La Liga right now? It's now you against Benzema and so forth. How, how are you going to roll there? Yeah, no, no, I, I think it's good, man. It's good. Unless you're correct and elite footballers are lasting until 36, 7, 8, however old, doesn't this kind of put them in a bad situation where they're going to have players under contract like a Lewandowski, who maybe you want to get rid of, but you can't? And doesn't that put you in a in a similar situation where they're in now? It feels like they're incredibly short-termist here. Give us Lewandowski. He's still one of the best three strikers in Europe, maybe top two. Let's just get him in, and he's going to be good next season. And next season, hopefully we can go far in the Champions League, better than round of 16. Quarterfinals should be their target. Semifinals. Maybe seems a bit too far, but quarterfinals there and a and a, and a and a title challenge La Liga. I don't. When was the last time they won La Liga? Four years ago? Four seasons ago? Yeah, I think they made about three or three. Because it was it's ago. been Madrid, Atletico Madrid, right? And then before that, it must it must have been Barcelona. So they haven't won the league in a while. And I I think I even saw that um, in one of the videos that they interviewed him, and they were like, you know, he wants to help get the the train back on the track. Or, or get Barca back on track, I think is what he said. But I think they're putting their long-term future at risk for short-term benefit. Good if, if everything comes together and it works. But long-term, I still think in a few years, they're just going to be selling more TV rights and they're still going to be in financial trouble for whatever reason. And then you have to contend. I think next next year, the Griezmann contract comes back to them. What Bartomeu and those guys did at that club is just nasty. And that's put... Frankie de Jong in a bad situation. If everything was even and equal and everything was fine, de Jong doesn't leave. But I think they're making him leave. Now, this was last week's report. I haven't paid much attention since last week, but I I thought I saw the number was 75 million euros to United. They agreed a fee. And I don't know why that hasn't moved. I saw, you know, Xavi has told Frankie he needs to leave and all these types of things. Sending somebody to United in 2022 is kind of deep. I don't want to go there, in all honesty. So if you were Frankie de Jong and they were trying to force you out, how would you feel about that? For me, I fully believe he doesn't want to leave Barcelona. Me too. I, I don't know anybody in 2022 who wants to leave Barca to Man United in 2022. <laughs> like, no. You're going from soil to Europa League. You're going from playing with Pedri and Gavi to McSauce and Flintstone. Like, no. <laughs> No, no. So it's not like like it's I can also it's it's a downgrade. Even if Daddy is there, aka ten M ten ten hack, I was just the analogy of like when you leave home, you leave home. So your dad is like, all right, 
I wiped your ass. I did these things for you. I cooked food for you and everything. Now you've now left the house. Go out and make something of yourself in the world. But if like, you know, five, six years, you're like 25 and like, oh, dad, can I come back to my house? Is my room still there and so forth? I want to now live. You're like, wait, why? <laughs> well, look, I, I have top. So it's like, no, then, then dad is like, okay. What, what did I do? What, I must have done something wrong for you to now go out in the world and now fail and now come back and now start living back in your house as like a full adult. So for Frank, he's like, yeah, Ten Hag, it's nice to see you, but I actually don't want to ever see, see you again. <laughs> unless it's at, a, it's at a big club you know so the Asians are okay I'm seeing you again at freaking United in the Europa League where the, the team's best player is trying to leave so all that stuff about you see you're seeing English media and Spanish media like oh, who's telling the, the truth mm. use your logic United is seen as one of the big institutions in English football so why would the English media want to put out a story that says Frankie de Jong doesn't want to go to Man United? So of course you're going to concoct something that says, well, blah, 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 because it's because it would be embarrassing. That's like this great Manchester United friend is like, no, I don't, I don't want to go. That's a, that's a, it's a downgrade. So the English media will never put that out. So you can't believe them. Spanish media, of course, of course they'll tell lies as well, but the logic is why the hell would you want to leave? You're in a, you're in a good wage. You're at Barcelona. You're in a much better team. And if if it was Bayern or PSG or Man City, then okay, boom. But it's freaking United. It's a it's a it's a massive downgrade from Barcelona. And you're going to a team where you're not, you're not guaranteed to finish top four next season. So you could be in the Europa League for for time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and here's the, the thing, Frankie. You don't. Is that the whole Umtiti thing? Why do you have to make him feel guilty? You gave me the contract. <laughs> so. I can't be like, oh, you know what? Just to help Barca and so forth. Let me just leave so I can help you guys out. No. I'm, you gave me the contract. I didn't put a gun to head face to first with the contract. You give me the mm. contract, and I'm gonna keep with that money, man. So yeah, step off. Do you rate him as a player? Like, do you th- like how good do you think he is? He's a good player, not a great player. He's he's a, he's a good player, but I think people slightly overrate him. He's he's not world class, no. But he's a, he is a good player. He's 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 a, he's a really good he's a really good mid- midfielder that could become amazing, but he's not there. But he's a really good midfielder. Yeah, he's good. Rafinha. So you were very vocal about wanting Rafinha at Chelsea. That was also announced. If they get Rafinha and Dembele, what do you think that does for their team, at least their attack? They're making a massive bet, man. It's 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 a, it's a huge bet that, they, that they're making in terms of all these players. Because look, Barca have had the best summer, bound man. Kessier, Christensen, possibly Aspilicueta, Lewandowski, Rafinha, keeping Dembele. It's been an amazing summer for 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 for, for that. But the people say, well, like, you have to look at their, 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 their defense. Like, have their defense actually improved? If they can maybe just bolster their defense, Javi, you have no complaints. Like, even with the team as a right now, even if the defense looks shaky, you have enough quality and enough firepower to do a lot better this season. So, and also Real Madrid, yeah, they've made plays, but they're not bought as much as them. Should be interesting. They should be dead. And they're having the best summer transfer window of anybody. <laughs> they've got good free transfers. They've re-signed one of their better players. They've gone out. They've gone out and got somebody that you know Chelsea wanted, Arsenal wanted. They've got one of the best strikers in Europe. Come get Alonso. I guess is my only advice. Like, come on, you can <laughs> do do me a favor, so I don't have to watch that every week. Um, 
they've recovered on the pitch to an extent. I mean, maybe you'd look at you know their center backs and you would think, ah, yeah, Christensen's fine, Araujo's fine. I don't know if they're still going to be putting an old man PK out there, but okay. How many legs does 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 Jordi Alba have left? The goalkeeper might be an issue, but their team does not look bad on paper. I just wonder how it's going to look on the pitch. To Chelsea, though, Chelsea signed Raheem Sterling, and they've signed Koulibaly. So, of those two, which make you the most happy? Which one makes you the most happy? Obvious question. And how do you think Sterling will do? Also, no, no. I had to quickly just get some water, man. I'm freaking. The heat here is crazy, bro. What's the temp? Like high 20s, 30s? Oh, oh no, no, no. It's 35 Celsius. Ooh. Yeah. Damn, toasty. Has to know. I think, the, like, basically, this is this is beyond Nigeria. Because Nigeria is like 32, <laughs> 33. So this is 35 Celsius. And I think they said it may get up to, to 37, man. So... <laughs> Like no 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 because no because I I went to that and it's like bro this heat is it is crazy so literally I love I just I just have like freaking five ice cubes with with water in here for so. for, for for the uninitiated I had to Google it real quick because I I knew it was near a hundred thirty five but it's ninety five Fahrenheit so. okay yeah you do Fahrenheit yeah so yikes and you guys don't do air conditioning like all no the no fans... no because the country's not built for like oh it's yeah. hot so ACs don't exist so yeah like I was like oh what the fuck yeah. I remember one time I was talking with somebody and they told me like you know the houses here aren't meant to like retain cool air I was like huh it's more north sea air all of this stuff every building is meant to retain as much heat for the winter as possible so then in the summer when it gets like really hot we're baking <laughs> I was like oh. <laughs> I never thought of it that way. So, yeah, man. Shout out to all the people in the UK who don't have a fan. Do you have one of those like little portable fan things that go... No, no. I'm I'm using pieces of paper to fan myself. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm just like, damn, man. Uh, as 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 it gets hot, let's... Um, I'll keep that in mind. Um, what was I going to say? Sterling and, and, and Koulibaly... Oh, okay. This, this is a better this is a better way to put it. I'm more interested in Sterling because how does that work exactly? I'm more excited for Koulibaly. So excited and interesting are are, are two different words for you know, you know, a reason. I'm, I'm more interested in the fan who racially abused him. The Chelsea fan. Does he still support <laughs> Chelsea? We talked about that last week with Carl. What, what, I mean, what happened to that dude? <laughs> he got banned for life. Oh, damn it. Yeah, he got a lifetime ban, and then there were three other people who got fines or something. I don't know how they got started to overlook that. Maybe just with more money. I hope he used that in negotiations. I hope he got like 20, 30, 50K more money. So you have Havertz kind of false nine-ish, and then Sterling is inside forward, and I don't know who plays on the other side. Oh, no, basically, he takes the, like, it works. Because he's basically he's basically Van with a better issue. Venom works for the system just like the, the guys the guys 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 crap. Sterling is fast. He's quick. Got good acceleration. Got off good off the ball movement. So those opportunities that Venner is is in, um, Sterling can be in there, but most likely he'll be able to put them away. Kulubali, the thing I've been interested in him is is he an upgrade on Rudiger? In my mind, he is, but I've not seen him outside of Italy. You've seen him for Senegal, though. Yeah, but Rudiger was a known commodity in the Premier League for the past two years. 
So I, I know what that looks like. I think Koulibaly is a better player, but does he work better with Chelsea? Oh, no, yeah. oh, 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 no, no, look, Koulibaly is a better defender. Like, Rudiger, I think I still have questions for Rudiger in a back four. And I think the system suited him very well and he was amazing. But I think Koulibaly is the guy where back three, back four, you could just tell with the guy, oh no, this guy is just a quality defender. That's, and like, what's it called? 2017, 2018, maybe we say, oh, this guy may be one of the best defenders in the world. So there's a point in which he should have made the move from Napoli when he was one of the most sought out defenders in the world. Rudiger has never been that. So when you look at the pundits, he was there at that point. You know that this is guy something. He's he's a quality defender. So the person I'm most excited for with the Koulibaly thing though is Mendy, because Mendy has been struggling for maybe the last ever, ever since people started saying he was one of the best goalkeepers in the world. He's not been one of the best goalkeepers in the world. So he fit. He won that award, the UEFA award award, I think it was. And since then, since like January, February, he he was on like a steady decline. Um, or just a dip in form, we'll say. To bring his national captain, somebody who he has an understanding with, they clearly seem like friends. Koulibaly even said he talked to Edu and, you know, he gave him good things uh, about Chelsea, Jorginho as well, um, from their Napoli days. To me, I think that could be a real positive for Mendy and his form because this season is, I don't want to say it's like make or break for Mendy, but people will start questioning, okay, do Chelsea need a goalkeeper next summer if Mendy has another iffy season or shaky form? So I think having Koulibaly in the team is is good for Mendy, who I like. So I hope that works well together. Chelsea are linked with a lot of players, bro. That they got two over the line is nice, I guess. But there's still Kunde rumors swirling because I think... Charles, run... wait, 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 wait. Haven't Charles been trying to sign Jules Kunde since the T-Rex said what's up? I thought it was since the Big Bang, but yeah. Oh yeah. Oh sorry. Sorry, my, <laughs> sorry, sorry. My, my 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 bad. My my bad. Since Adam and Eve, let there be like. So, well, you know. Okay, let's let's know. <laughs> I was gonna ask, like, so do people believe that Adam and Eve were with dinosaurs? But that's for an extra. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, that's that's that's, 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 that's <laughs> I mean, there's like fossil records, guys. Anyway, um, I don't know what Kunde is really about in that way not the player but like the pursuit of kunde because this is this is this is where i'm headed chelsea fans so there's a young player levy Cowell, who the 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 Cobham guys are really big on and they're like if we buy kunde Cowell will leave and he could be one of those next Cobham talents blah 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 and i'm thinking i hear you because last season Chalaba got in the team because Chelsea weren't able to get Kunde over the line. So they're saying Cowell could be like Chalaba. Pick one. You can't have Chelsea fans want everything. They want first team quality and they want every youth academy product to come in and play. You can't have both. You can't buy the FIFA World 11 and then expect every youth academy player that shows a little bit of promise to come into the team. I don't think there's not have... enough space. I can't put into words that how much that annoys me. The sentimentality, you know, there are people, there, you know, there are some fans who they'd rather finish like mid-table with their youth products than finish fourth or third with a bunch of players who are foreign. Because there's this obsession with like, hey, he came to the ranks, he came to the ranks, and 
people really buy into that. So the, the so guys are like, no, I would rather Mount score the winner, Levi Kobo comes through, rather than we get Koulibaly or get some, some top player from like Brazil or Argentina. Because as I told you, like there are two kinds of fans. There are football fans and there are club fans. Mm. Club fans love the club more than football. As weird as, as that sounds, it's true. So there are guys who are like, no, 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 no. I, it's all about this club, what it means, the community, the history, the academy, and so forth. And that kind of, because for me, people forget like, you know, Inter Milan won the treble without a single Italian player in that lineup. Ask any Inter fan, oh, well, we're happy. <laughs> because at the end of the day, they're still doing it under the banner of an, of an Italian club. This is club football. Club football is you buy whoever. There is no kind of pressure or onus to be like, oh no, you have to pick home-based players. If you're good, you're good. If you're not good, I'm sorry. Step off. For the second half of the show, we brought in our guy, Red. Red, what's up, man? How you doing? Yo, what's going on, guys? How you guys been? I've been great. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. How's life? How's life? Oh, man, life is good, man. Can't complain. Honestly, just keeping busy, staying working, <clears throat> making this money. Life's good, man. Life's good. Actually, can't complain. It's been a while, but like 10 years in the, in, in the making, but like finally like got a position that I'm very happy with. I'm very content with onwards and upwards. When are you guys bringing back the, uh, you know, the we talk everything? What was that? What was the name of that podcast? We have actual discussions, man. We what? have actual what? discussions. When is yeah, that yeah, coming yeah, back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Man, what? I, I, I'm, I'm ready. I, I told him, I actually messaged JHH a while back. I told him, I, I'm, I'm available if he ever wants to like go back and like have a lot of Yo, topics. Did, okay, this is this is the weird thing about HH. And it's good that he's here to actually hear me say this. <laughs> the amount of ideas that we've had from rap podcasts to there was one that we wanted to do about The Wire, the, the complicated Chelsea show, which was working. The amount of ideas that we've come up with that there's just not enough time to complete. It just makes me mad that sometimes there's only 24 hours in a day. And there's only seven days in a week. And there's mm-hmm. only 365 days. In each. There's only so much one person that, can do that's on, on top of like building a YouTube it's, channel. You know, it's, I mean, that, that's what I said. Like, I mean, it's like, if this was like, let's say three, four years ago, boom, there's not enough time, man. There's, yeah. there's, there's just not enough time. You no, know? and like, right. I see, like, I see myself, especially with like football and all the news that comes out on a daily it's basis. Impossible. It's impossible. Like, think about it. Like, we have whether if, let's say, oh, Champions League is done, oh, Nations League. Then World Cup talk, then transfer window, then World Cup talk again, then start of the new season. And there's constantly debates and conversations and everything yeah. happening where like content it's 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 the age of content. Like it can never stop. And especially because his channel specializes in football. Yeah. He's got you gotta keep hustling. And if you're not you first, can. you're last. So oh, exactly. You, you gotta get that content out quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, absolutely. So yeah, man. I, I I wish there was enough time. Like people were like, yo, how, can you guys do a Champions League podcast on Thursday, I'm like, I wish, but it's not reasonable or feasible. Those are just the reasons why. But I'm glad everything's going well, Red. No, thank you. Thank you. So, what's on your mind, man? I mean, to be honest with you, one thing that I've, I've found very interesting about this whole uh, transfer saga that we've had um, is pretty much Cristiano Ronaldo. We you talked about him that? at the top of the show. So, oh, just, dang, dang. no, no, no. Yeah, go but ahead, I, go I, ahead. Just real quick, like, it's just like, I'm just surprised that this man still gets headlines. Like you'd think a 37-year-old, like it like Ibrahimovic, pretty much around 37, he was still making moves in Europe. I think he went to like United around that time, uh, too, the same as Ronaldo. And like, but nobody really cared. Like he would always like get a headline, maybe, but nobody really ever talked about him like that. But when it comes to Ronaldo, this man is getting as much press as like an Mbappe or a Holland would get if they were moving from like clubs. 
I'm pretty sure he got more and more press than Holland, and Holland went to City. Like, and I find that I just find that very amusing to me because, like, we all know Ronaldo isn't half the player he used to be, right? Like, he's no longer that that that, that the player that can carry your team like to a Champions League, a player that can like score 50 goals a season, just like be a game trade. He's not that anymore. He's still useful, but he's just for the price, it's just not worth it to sign a 38, 70 year old for a lot of these teams in Europe. Um, oh, do you know what? HH brought up a point that yeah. you're actually perfect for that it just registered. So HH, in the discussion that we had, he said, and and you can correct me if I'm wrong, HH, but you said if Cristiano went to Atletico, Real Madrid fans wouldn't mind that much. As a Madrid fan, do you co-sign that sentiment or uh, that feeling? So with the Madrid fan base, I, I will say this: like they're big, so I know for a fact there's going to be a sect. Because like I'm I'm one of the Madrid fans that hate Atleti more than I hate Barca. Because I just feel like at least Barca win trophies and they go for stuff. Whereas Atleti, they're just like a roadblock sometimes. Like they're a team that will just ruin the chances for the other team in La Liga or whatever. Um, but I'm not I'm not a big fan of Atleti. So, but I wouldn't care. Because, like, when it comes to a player, like, for me, my relationship with players is what did you do for the club when you were here? Like, I'm going to be mad that Ronaldo's going to go to Atleti at 37 after he's already played his prime with us and won us two Champions Leagues over Atleti's head. Like, they could have him. It's it's not going to be an issue. If anything, right now, like, I would wish I would wish that he could, uh, like, maximize his legacy as much as possible. When v- Figo left Barca to Real Madrid, he was a Ballon d'Or winner. He was in his prime. He was their captain. That I would hate if, let's say, Ronaldo, like at 28, 29, did something like that. Then, yeah, we, you'd hate him. But, like, at the age of 37, he's been gone for five years. We won the Champions League. Like, we're going to get mad at him for, for going. Like, it sucks. Like, this is a huge decline for him to end up at Atleti. Like, it's it's sad, but it's like, I'm not going to be mad at him for it. Do you guys remember? I don't, I don't know how, how, how much you watch NBA Red, but I'm sure HH will remember this. Do you remember when Shaq? Was like in the latter stage of his career, and he, first, first he started out with the Magic. So I know Half Hope will definitely know this because he's a Magic fan. So he went from the Magic, then he went to the Lakers, then he went to the Heat. I can see that trajectory kind of being like going from Manchester United to Real Madrid, win your win your championships there, then you go to Juventus. Then Shaq did this thing where he started going to just random teams. So he went to the Phoenix Suns. He went to the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Boston Celtics, and then he retired. I remember thinking at the time, you could just retire, and it would might be better for you. Yeah, you can still get your 10 points and 10 rebounds whenever you want. But is it worth it to be seen in a Celtics jersey wearing, like, number 36 or whatever crazy number he was wearing or the, the Cleveland Cavaliers missing free throws still? It's just like it's, sometimes it's not worth it to prolong your career when you were so dominant at one point. Let that dominance be the lasting memory. Some players can low-key get away with it. Like Jordan and the Wizards, he can get away with it. See, see, but like Iverson like, with the with the Nuggets, he can kind of get or or the Pistons even. He can kind of get away with it. Maybe 10 years from now, nobody will remember that Ronaldo was being pimped around. Let me not say it like that. That he was being marketed around Europe with such loose regulations to just any and every team that was in the Champions League. Maybe we'll forget about that, and we'll just remember the Madrid days and what he did with Manchester United. But this is not a good look in 2022. I mean, all of this will be forgotten once he retires. Like, people will not remember Ronaldo for his last two to three years of his career. They'll, they'll usually just remember the prime and the good times. Uh, people don't tend to remember. The, like, even, like you mentioned with Shaq, like, 
A lot of people don't even remember Shaq at like the Wizards or at the Cavaliers. He he's mostly remembered for his stint at the Lakers. Him and Kobe. Like whenever people talk about Shaq, that's who they remember. Even with Jordan, people don't remember his, his stints afterwards. They just remember the three peat, the baseball career, the three peat. That's it. Like that. Typically, that's what happens when 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 you leave people always. They always only remember the good times, or or, or you remember your, your peak. It's just that for me, I just find it red. I don't know. I don't know if that's short for Buffon. If I see Buffon playing, oh no, no, Buffon, five years of age, bro. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Buffon, Buffon. Marcus Rashford, Marcus Rashford, bro. Marcus. Yo, we need to talk about Marcus Rashford, bro. But go ahead. Oh, you guys saw that barbershop clip? Save it, save it, save it. Okay, okay, okay. No, but the thing is, Buffon, I agree with you, HH, but because the thing is, Buffon is that. It's not like he's an outfield player where, like, he can play any position. You're a goalkeeper. So you will literally hinder that position for the team for a while. Like, Donnarumma has been on the bench playing for, for Italy for the past, like, four or five years. He only recently started getting a starting spot in the Euros. And the moment he starts, they win the Euros. Right? Like, I just feel like like he 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 just played more of a villain because he just he was greedy. But for Ronaldo, he's an outfield player. He can play on the left wing, on the right wing uh, as a striker. Ronaldo also still scores goals because people can criticize him as much as they want, and they can make up theories about oh, oh it's his fault that United are worse. But in reality, when you actually look at the numbers, when you actually look at what what, what happened, he scored 18 goals. What other athlete or player are we criticizing them for performing, but but because their team's not performing? Like oh. It's Ronaldo's fault that Rashford isn't scoring goals. That Martial went to Sevilla and was trash. Or that uh, Sancho was a flop when he turned. Or that Varane can't stay fit. Like, no, you can't just blame Ronaldo for all these problems. At the end of the day, you criticize the player for what they did. He scored 18 goals. He delivered. He he, he did his part. Now, the other players, why aren't you scoring? Why aren't you scoring? Oh, it's the system? Okay, that's we have a new manager now. We'll implement a new system. Let's see if this works out. It's just so I, I just feel like people need to start holding the players accountable and not just try to scapegoat one person. Like, oh, it's uh, Lukaku's fault. Chelsea weren't good this season. No, Lukaku was a flop, sure, but was it was it solely his fault? No, there's there's 22 other men on that squad. Like, they each have to hold responsibility for not for not performing, whether it's Verna or Havertz or anybody like whoever it is. You get I, I just don't like that the fact that we try to simplify the answer and just try to. You know, it's easy to cast one man in, sh- in the shadows. It's easy, but it's never really the solution. There's always more nuance to it. There's more complications to it. This is just a moment in time, what is happening right now. Afterwards, you won't see people remembering, oh my gosh, this guy was going to this place, this place, this place. But like my thing though is, I still don't believe that we're going to see him in the Europa League. Because Cristiano knows that I can't waste a year not playing in the UCL. Because he's like, can I, can, I, can, I do, can I get that sixth before I roll out? If not... Can I make that 140 into 150 in terms of all-time goals? Because I, I've always had the belief that Cristiano will not voluntarily retire. Injury is going to retire him. He's going mm-hmm. to be forced to retire. I just don't see him say, okay, I've done enough hunger. No, he'll keep on going until his body just can't take it. So he'll have like a, a major injury. So he's like, no, based on what I am, my hunger and so forth, I can't be at United in the Europa League when there's no even guarantee that we can even be top for next season. And I said again, look, Sporting Lisbon, bro, go back home. Either sport in Lisbon or take a wedge cut and go to Napoli. Sorry, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what you think about no, what see, he, with your boy Cristiano. See, he's like Ronaldo's a sick man, but you hit it on the nail on the head. Like for him, I don't think it's number six that he's looking for. I think it's his records that he's trying to preserve. No, no, like, no, 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 but number six is a possibility. Like, oh. obviously, 
more, more, more realistic is preserving the record of Boise. Oh, if he pulls up to a Bayern Munich, or let's say if P he pulled up to PSG, it's six is very much possible. If let's say he was at PSG, so no, 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 nobody wants to see him at PSG. Honestly, honestly, if PSG get Ronaldo, like first of all, that club is not serious. Second of all, Ronaldo himself would like, like I've I've followed Ronaldo for for a big chunk of his career. Like I followed him for pretty much from like 2010 up until 2018. Like that's how much like I would follow up with like his news, his agents, all that stuff. And Ronaldo would not would not do that. Ronaldo is is very much uh, he's kind of a narcissist in a sense where he he really does always it's about like pretty much him like where he does if he goes to PSG he knows that Mbappe will get the accolade or Messi or or Neymar and he's not going to want to share that spotlight. Um, I, I do think he's he's a sick man in the sense where he wants to go if he goes to Bayern then obviously the standard is a, is winning number six, the standard is winning number six. But if he goes to Naples. I think for him or like or a club like Sporting or like if he sees at United or if he goes to like a club that really isn't like amongst the favorites for the UCL, I I, I do believe that uh, it's for him. It's both a record. I think he really wants to retire with more Champions League goals than Messi. I do think he wants to retire as the all-time like top goal scorer in, in football. You don't know for sure. Factors, factors, factors. Like, these these are he wants. He he's he's very proud of these records and he really wants to keep them. And I don't think that. Uh, he's he's uh, playing in Europa League is just wrong to be honest with you. It was like it was like seeing when we saw Barca play in the Europa League. It was just surreal. Like you just don't expect it. But there's and 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 Ronaldo sort of falls into that category because like you're talking about a player that like for the most part of his career he dominated the sport in every aspect. Like what, what, whatever like you can say what you want that Messi is better than him. Cool. That's that's too like but that, that doesn't deny what Ronaldo did to the game. And, like, no, no, and I think also as well a key a key points is. There is no way that Ronaldo wants. There's no way that Ronaldo will allow himself to be in the Europa League while Messi is in the UCL. Yep. Like that's like like for me that would really really H -H mess, mess him up in the UCL. Like for me it's like I, I, I can't be in the Europa League while homeboy is in, in the UCL. No way. No way. No, not just in the UCL. He's in the UCL with Neymar and Mbappe. Like it doesn't it doesn't get better than that for Messi. Messi could legit, like, if, if let's say, for example, the beauty of about having a, a front three that strong, if one of them is having a bad game, your team doesn't miss a beat. It, do, it doesn't matter. Like, oh, Mbappe is not on his best. You still have Messi and Neymar. Oh, Neymar is not really doing well. Oh, you still have Messi and Mbappe. Messi is not doing well. Neymar and Mbappe. And, like, they, they could easily rotate, especially now that they've been they've been playing with each other for over a year. I feel like their chemistry is going to build up, and they can do a lot of damage. And I feel like that's that's pretty much what's driving Ronaldo the, like crazy. For the most part of his career, Ronaldo always... Not to say that he played with worse players, um, but like Messi did have an advantage. If you look at just the strikers, right? Ronaldo, who are the main strikers he's played with? Like Higuain, Benzema, what's it called? Mandzukic, Rooney, Tevez. Like I guess like these these are like the the best best that, that that Ronaldo played with, compared to like Messi who played with Eto, Henri, Ibrahimovic, uh, David Villa. Braithwaite's uh, Braithwaite. Braithwaite. We can't forget about Braithwaite. Uh, the Cannibal Suarez, um, Mbappe. Not to say that, because like, obviously I, I think Benzema is probably better than half of those guys on that list, or more than half. Uh, but like, I'm just saying, like, like with Ronaldo, like, just the fact that at the tail end of his career, he still isn't fortunate enough to play with a team that's like better than Messi's. Even that, because like when, when Barca were declining and he was playing at Juve, I felt like that was the only season where Messi and Ronaldo were pretty much on equal footing. And that 1920-2021, because Juve were pretty bad, Barca were pretty bad. And they were both struggling. And it was mostly Ronaldo carrying Juve and Messi carrying Barca. And I felt like that was one season where they were both pretty much equal team-wise. But, yeah, the, 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 I just wanted to bring that up just because I, I I still think it's interesting. No, no, but, but, but my thing, okay, what do you, let me ask you, what do you think will happen, though? Like, let's say... He's, this summer, he's not going did, anywhere. Oh, wait. 
So he Ronaldo. plays Europa. So he plays Europa League this he coming season. Europa League. Yeah, okay. yeah. Red, you're mad. No, no. It, 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 Red, the thing is, 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 like, real talk, real talk. <laughs> the thing is, is, is when you're, I, I, like, when it comes to players like Ronaldo, Messi, Ibra, these players are huge. They're bigger mm-hmm. than most clubs. No, but, right? but, but, but Red, I said after everything you just said, you you believe this man is going to now. <laughs> Nobody is going to gonna turn up to that. Yeah, no, true, but like first that, wife's club and all that kind of stuff. Come reality. On. Let's talk, let's talk reality. Let's be honest. Like, do you really think? Do you really think? Let's look at a club like Bayern. Right, Bayern is a massive institution in football. Very respectable. They have a philosophy. They have a way of working things. Um, they're not going to change their wage structure to sign a thirty-seven-year-old short term. It's not. It's not going to work out for them. It's actually not going to like. It, it, it's just. Not say that Ronaldo wouldn't fit. He would fit. He'd probably score a ton of goals. It's just it's not a move that Bayern would make typically. Like I've never seen Bayern going it going like that. Not only that, like in the Premier League, Chelsea they're not going to go for him. Uh, who else are his options? PSG that's definitely not. Ronaldo wouldn't even go. Uh, Real Madrid Real Madrid will not take him back because Real Madrid have already moved on and we don't even have space. Like we said, we're not signing any forwards. Period. Like it was for us, it was Mbappe. If Mbappe didn't want to come, we don't need any forwards. We already have enough forwards. Even though, I, I, even though I do think we need a right winger. So he's he, where, where is he going to go? Is he going to take a pay, wage cut and go to Napoli? Sure, but like at the same, at that case, sure he might get into the Champions League next season. But what if Napoli don't make top four the season after that? Is he going to force a move again? It's it's just for me, it's unrealistic. <laughs> like in my opinion, what I think Ronaldo should do, there's only one prize in football now for Ronaldo and Messi. Nothing else. It doesn't matter if Ronaldo wins six Champions Leagues, seven Champions Leagues, eight Champions Leagues. It's the World Cup. Yeah, That's it. That's that's That that should be his number one priority. Who cares about... Like, literally, if I'm Ronaldo, screw it. Stay United. I'll play Europa League. Just don't play me in the group stage matches, so he'll stay fit for the World Cup. You can stay fit by playing, like, the, the league games just so they can, like, you know, secure top four, possibly, you know, challenge for the league. I don't know how good Ten Hag is going to be. Personally, I believe in him. Yeah, and just focus on the World Cup. Like, that's it. Win that. Go for the World Cup. If not win it, at least have a respectable campaign. Reach the quarters, the semis. You know what I mean? Something memorable for your fans. Like, as a last, you know, uh, last dance. And then from there, like, we'll see what happens. But you uh, whoa, you think he's done? You don't think he's going to go to America and play? With, I know. Uh, he, I don't think so. Like, Ronaldo's not really the... Te- like, he, he, he... There's an interview back in 2015. Um, it's an, it's with, like, an English TV channel. It's when MSN, like, uh, had won the, the treble. And that was, like, one of Ronaldo's best goal-scoring seasons. They asked him. They were like, yeah, like, uh, who do you think they won that bottom third? He was like, yeah, I think Messi will win it. Like, he, he's, he's, he was decisive. Then they asked him, um, would you ever think about coaching or playing? He was like, uh, for me, money doesn't move me. Like, I don't, I don't want that stuff. It's all about the records. It's all about, like, he... Like for him, Ronaldo, there's going to MLS doesn't mean anything because he's already got businesses, right? People usually go to MLS as like one final contract, you know, you get a big payday. But Ronaldo owns hotels, does advertising worldwide. He's the most fault. Like he makes more money off Instagram probably than he would if he went to play in MLS. Like, damn. So there's no point in him. For him, this is all about legacy. For him, this yeah. is all about like extending his record in Europe. That's I all would it's love about. it. And I think I deserve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, like, That's what he wants. He wants Ballon doors he, and he, World Cups. And... That, he just wants, he wants, he, like, I will say this, though. Like, I do believe Ronaldo is the most underrated, not underrated, but, like, underappreciated athlete of all time. Of oh, all time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all Red, time. Oh, Red, no, 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 no. Here, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. It's your hangout, right? Your hangout. If I, I sometimes will jump in and I'll like I'll I'll listen to it sometimes, and I see some people like calling him just 
a penalty merchant or a tap-in merchant or or, or 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 he's not really good or he was never good or Look, like people... it's it's him of dm management they just no no no, no, no. But, but HH, 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 HH. like the thing is is like people forget Ronaldo used to get the ball box to box and score a goal. No, no, was... no, 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 but come on, no, Red, let's be fair. The people are, call, are talking about the last few years. Like, everything is all about what have you done for me lately. Lately, Cristiano isn't the kind of player that he was six, seven, eight what years ago, which goes to the point of how can you um, market him to the modern team? But HH, but here's the so, thing is, is that like people still like think what he, he does, what he does, he makes it look easy. This guy went to Juve in three years, scored 100-plus goals for Juve. He scored a hat-trick in the Champions League for Juve at the age of 35, 36. Just to compare, the closest guy to him, right, is Messi. And look how hard it was for Messi in Ligue 1. Like, it's not easy to just go another team, another league, another system, and dominate the way that Ronaldo did. Aside from that, look at him at United. At the age of 37, he came third-top scorer in the, champion, in, in, the, in the Premier League. 18 goals, of which one of them was a hatchet against Spurs, a top four team. Okay, Red, like, Red, you say all this. Mm-hmm. All things being equal, would you want him back at Real Madrid? Honestly, yeah, because like if we're giving Asensio a starting spot, I would definitely rather have Ronaldo. Like, definitely. Like, okay. Ronaldo, Benzema, okay. Vinicius. Like, okay. I would definitely take that away, away like, over, uh, like, play Vinicius. Over, and, over like, Hazard? Over Hazard? Well, no, see, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> look, I forgot Hazard even existed. Look, yeah, that's the thing. Like, we keep forgetting Hazard exists. Like, look, how much ha- time do you have, HH? Five, I ten mean, minutes. I mean, really, I'm. I will say like six, seven minutes. Because six, seven minutes. Like, you want to change the topic to something, something else? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, last, last thing, because we 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 don't even have questions. So, did you guys see what Marcus Rashford said about the Euros? Unfortunately for England, the last three guys were black. They missed. Oh, yeah, and they okay. got yeah, hate. Yeah, they yeah, got, they got, got crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. They got, yeah. got out of hand. They got out of hand. Got real out of hand. Like, there's certain elements of sport that you can speak about all day and you never come to, like, a bottom line, like, that's what should have happened because it's a sport based on opinion. So, like, I've had hate for scoring before. Like, it might sound mad, but I, I have. Do, do you think it ever got you close to where you felt like breaking? Like, fuck, this is too nah, much? Nah, because I'm, like, as a forward, you take risks all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's your you, job. Not gonna, yeah. yeah, if you're not taking risks, you, you're doing something wrong. Do you think the hate would have been as insane if it was three white young kids that missed the penalty kick? Honestly, no. Like, I, that's just the way I feel. I don't think it would have been the same. But at the same time, I don't think people would have, like, n- noticed, like... I feel like they just reacted to how they felt, like, and whether it's because it was three black guys or three white guys, that's how they felt. I remember when, like, Beckham was getting death threats and getting... He was one of them, yeah. So, it's like... They... It happens, but they just want you to win, like. Do you know what I'm saying? What did did. you think about that? Look, Marcus Rashford, I, I don't feel like he speaks his mind because you could tell when they asked him that question, he was trying to navigate it like a politician where he didn't want to offend people. And Most people are racist. And I believe like you shouldn't show tolerance to the intolerant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and 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 uh, I was kind of disappointed because I thought like he would be a bit real with it. So, like you're on an open platform, you're having a discussion. It's like an American TV show. You're not even in England or anything. You could have a discussion and, and educate people. Instead, you're trying to play it safe. And like, thank God, Daniel Kaluuya was there. Because then he was like, no, 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 no. Bro, it's toxic, my guy. Yeah, it's toxic. No, that's like, that's like, that's like. Yeah, but I, hear, certain, but I felt for you, man. Like, it's I like, felt it's for like, you, too. Because it's just sitting there, you're like. And that's why you get conflicted with supporting England. It just reminds you of being a kid in England. It reminds you of all them times where you're out, everyone, and then someone says something. 
So you're black, or, or something said, or someone's parents said something. Like, usually what fucks you up is adults say something to you as a four-year-old, as a five-year-old. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then it reminds you of that when you're trying to get closer to the identity of being English and, that, and then that happens, like, oh yeah, there's this guy. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's like, because, like you said, there's feelings, like people are pissed off and this is that and the other, but you instantly go, there. So why'd you go there? That means it's just there waiting. It was just that kind of, it just, it was a jolt of a reminder of like, oh yeah, oh yeah, this country. It's why I was never comfortable in a pub like that. Yeah. Course. You mean as a kid or well, yeah, it's like, it's like why too. I can't go certain place? Like, mm -hmm. it was that. What happened with you lot, that's what it was. If you want to make progress in society, if you really want to fix things, you have to have these uncomfortable conversations. Because if you don't, then we'll never learn. And the younger generation are going to go up and they're going to see a guy miss and guess what's going to happen? Those N-words are going to be flying because they didn't learn. They, they don't have somewhere to reference. And, and I just feel like for him, he kind of was selfish in doing so, like by talking about it and trying to like save your brand so you don't have to you know take the heat for making those comments you're really not standing up for the people that really do need you that have to deal with this i don't have the money that they can go on a private jet and just fly somewhere else and just forget about social media for a day or two some people yeah. have to deal with this on a day-to-day -day basis where the discrimination affects them whether it's in their careers whether it's in their like just living going home like you, you see those videos where like somebody's trying to go into his apartment and the lady will stop like no do you live here like do you live this did kind you see of what happened to bakayoko today yeah, yeah, and or, you know, or the footage that came out. Of yeah, what happened recently? Yeah, with the cops. Yeah, it's crazy, that. man. Like, no, I, think, no, I, think, I think they said that was from July third. Yeah, July third, but the yeah. footage was released yesterday, the day before. So, which is only two weeks ago. Like that's still pretty crazy. It it's not like it stops just because you have money. You could think like, yo, I'm making it. I'm a star footballer in Milan. Uh, -uh. <laughs> like this, they're still gonna grow for you. Still gonna check you. Still gonna search you like that. You know, my biggest disappointment and Red, you kind of hit it was. This wasn't done on Sky Sports or BBC or he wasn't on like with what's that Jonathan, whatever it is on late night. He was in America. He was in a barbershop with LeBron James on HBO with Maverick Carter. You don't need to sugarcoat it there. And he kind of put that. Yeah, it happens to everybody. David Beckham got it, too. I'm just like, nah, man. And I'm glad Daniel Kaluuya was there to say, nah, bro. <laughs> like <laughs> he said, I hear you. And then he went on to like, but it's really like this. So it was good that he had like the OG, a, a, an older guy there with him. But HH, I was really curious about your your view on on that as somebody who grew up in that environment. Well, no, I, th I think basically the key thing about it is that it's it's. I think Daniel Collier and Rashford they represent two different kind of black people in England. So you have a Rashford who you are pretty much England thrown through, Manchester thrown through. But you have a guy like Daniel Collier who has like a Ugandan background. So you're coming in really from kind of African upbringing. If all else fails and so forth, oh, you can always, you can always, you have a base back in Uganda. For Rashford, England, this is it. So that's how they receive racism in, in different ways. So for Rashford, it's more like, well, you know, it is what it is, you know, blah, 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 that boy. They just uh, want you to win. He's like, they're mad. Yeah, they yeah. So, so, like, so, he's, so he's trying weird. to explain it because you're so embedded into the culture and you have no real kind of sense of identity because it's all been wasted and destroyed away within the paradigm of, of England. That's how he reacts. So you can you always try to explain it away. And for you, it's like, oh, it is just what it is. But for Edenal Kaluuya, with an African upbringing, it's like, uh, no, this, this can't fly. You know, so that's just from upbringing. That's, and the other angle is um, Rashford getting that MBE. 
that's pretty much cutting off your balls because that MBE is so we can now control you now. So I think I remember him saying that, like, I think he said, like, Rashford's mom was like one of his her proudest moments was seeing him get that MBE. So for the English white, like, we got him. Now he has an MBE. Shut up and play ball. You know, Shut because that's room. MBE now controls because hey, yo, bro, we gave, we gave you an MBE. We made it important. We invited you to the club. Now, don't touch any of the country. Don't sit here, but you can come into the room. Just sit over there, but not over here. So that MB is the control. So now anything to do with racism that we can control, we can just use this guy as a puppet Rashford that we can now can control. But for a Daniel Kakaluya, bro, I'm in America now. Because obviously I could never make it as a black actor in England because it is what it is. I'm now in America. In my opinion, I think he's one of the best actors in the world based on just like, <laughs> even say football, based on like form, he's one of the best actors in the world, Daniel Kaluuya, because that guy has not missed once in any of his films. Get Out so, Alone, Get Out Alone was just... Bro, like, go watch, um, um, what, what's it called? Judas and the Black Mama Side. What he did that man. was ridiculous. And watch him in freaking, um, oh gosh, I forgot what it's called, Sicario. And even mm. even the the roles that he takes, being Fred Hampton for however long you are, mm. that puts you in a political mind state. To where even when you step out of that role, you keep some of that with you. Kaluuya I, doesn't need England, so he can really just say anything he wants. The issue with Rashford is you've you've you, you took the MBE, you're embedded into England. You're now the first. You're now the first of Man United and everything. You have to watch what he says. So, and the issue is, even if you're in America, we live in the in the world of the internet. He now says one thing. Now this thing can now go viral. That is a very, very popular show. And that clip has already gone viral and already been re re retweeted and people are like smashing for it. So if he now says, but it just shows you that you've compromised yourself because now anything to do with racing, we have to be, well, 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 which shows that, mate, I have no time for that crap. I mean, In 2022, uh, post George, George, George Floyd, we have no time for that crap. So really, Rashford, Mr. Rashford, it's a waste of my time, so. No, but his MBE then is, is pointless. It's 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 nothing more than just a piece of metal or whatever. They gave him a ribbon, whatever. To be fair to him, like, I, 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 he, he might be 23, 24. So maybe these are things he's going to have to go through in the public eye to eventually reach a consciousness of Kaluuya's probably 31, 32. Yeah, true. So, true. so maybe it might take him that time. But the fact that you took it, I always look at black people who take that MBE like, ah! Like don't like it's it's fruit from a poisonous tree. No, but what's what's the MBE like? I don't, wait, 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 hold on. I don't, I don't know about you, bro. Like at seventeen, eighteen, I I knew what was what. <laughs> By seventeen, eighteen, I knew what was okay. Now maybe because I had older brothers, that's helped, but. For he's me, no. jaded by the fact that he's a professional footballer, though HH. Like all, it, basically every white person he runs into probably likes him. Oh, Marcus, this, Marcus, that, Marcus. He like he doesn't know. Nah, no, no, no. For me, it's it's down to the character and the person. Because look, we live in a whole different world. This is a world post George Floyd and Black Lives Matter and so I forth. So I you're think basically you're making you a choice. I think sometimes you need to say something stupid and get a, a reaction like, "Oh, that wasn't the right thing to say." Now let me study, and hopefully I mean, like, he has people in his corner, like maybe a Carl, for instance, who could teach him. Like this is what you need to read. This is what you need to study. To where when you're asked things like this, or when you're questioned about this, you can respond in a better manner than just saying, "Oh, it happened to Beckham," so it's kind of like what happened to us. Like no, mm. nah. Well, but, but so, so no, so real quick, so right. Okay. MBE stands for member, member of the British, of the British or, Empire. Me, yeah, <laughs> member of British Empire. So basically, you're, basically, you're 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 part of guys who basically fucked over. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, but here's 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 my issue with the whole thing is that like, look, if you would just speak out against racism, it's not he's not attacking white people, he's attacking racists. So like, so like that's that's the thing is like I, that, that's 
no, no, because because that's that's how I see it. Is because like for example, I I'm a guy who has a white complexion. I'm not white. I'm Arab, but like I do have a white complexion. Like so, so when people make these like these uh, generalized statements, it, it does affect me because people perceive me as white and they will like have the stereotypes or whatever. But at the same time, when I hear these kind of conversations, I don't get offended. Why? Because I am not racist. I don't like that's just not in my. Uh, my mindset so i don't get offended by this stuff but if i were a racist and marcus rashford were to speak up then i'd be like what the hell is this guy talking about he's just a footballer he should just stay to kicking ball to shut up and dribble you know what i mean like that's <laughs> that's that's the conversation i i just feel like if you're marcus rashford who is very politically active who is trying to better the world which he does like he he does a lot of charity work and i commend him for that uh, you're you're doing a disservice to the people you're trying to help if you're not honest about what you think, because Thanks. the backlash after those tw- after that Twitter, let's not just say that oh it was it was disgusting. I don't know if you guys remember how bad it was after no, that, was but bad. like like and, and you go under their Instagram pages. If you go right now to those pages when they posted after that, it was monkeys all monkey and emojis and poop emojis. It was bad. It was really bad. And like and I, I I'm sorry, but like to to write that off as oh they just wanted to win. No, that's not an excuse. Like you need to educate society. Like this is I guess this is me kind of projecting. But whenever I speak about any athlete or anybody at all, I always talk about them as if I would if they were right in front of me. I would never like crack a joke and like insult Marcus Rashford or insult him like that. Like this is me talking from like from a point that I'm kind of disappointed in him, but like I would not disrespecting him. And uh, we need to like normalize that behavior on the internet because it's so easy for people on the internet to go in and just slander people that they don't know or just say things that they like they don't they would never say in real life, but because it's behind anonymity, they feel it's normal. And I feel like that's where the discussion has to start is where we have to improve our etiquette online and educate people that this is not okay. This is not this is not even a, a, it's not a valid response to any kind of scenario. Like they're not just in football and sports, but anything at all to just have this kind of feedback or backlash against players based on the color of their skin, just because they lost a game. Like, who cares? Indeed. So, Red, where can people find you? Uh, Twitter, Red9248. Link will be in the description. Halfo, where, where can people get you? Halfofootball.com. There we go. I'm at Danny. So, look, this has been the Talking Tactics Podcast. We thank you guys for listening. Remember to check us out on all the social medias. All the links are in the description. You guys know what it is. Talking Tactics Podcast. Sometimes funny. Sometimes serious. Always football. Indeed. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace out. <laughs> peace, 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 peace. peace. All right, man. Sports Social Podcast Network.